ask the question if you don't know something. Don't just say things. And then when you are confronted about it, stand 10 toes on it. No, stand on it, but also apologize and say, I didn't know. And have the conversation. Ask the question that you need so that you don't make that mistake again. Because sure enough, education will go a long way. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day. And get ready, because the Awkward Mom stage starts now. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. I'm Lola, and I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is another bestie chat with my girl Kay. It's actually a continuation of the last Bestie Chat episode, but I told y'all we talked for so long, I knew this was going to be like a two-parter. We talked about everything from Kay hating soup, apparently, to unpopular opinions about breastfeeding and everything in between. So let's jump into this episode, y'all, and have a little Bestie Chat. So another thing that I'm learning to do in 2023 is disconnect. I feel like you are really good at this. Like, when you have just you're like okay i've exhausted my peopling meter or someone has really brought me to my brink they're trying to test my faith in the lord so i just need some space i'm just gonna take some space i'm gonna disconnect i'm gonna remove myself from this group and i I will talk to y'all when i feel better I really and do. It. I have to learn how to do that. Like, because for me, like me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I really need to disconnect. But then I'm like, OK, but then if I disconnect, then they'll feel bad about it. And then I'm going to and then it's like a whole thing. I got to learn how to disconnect. Trust. I do go through that. But then I have to say I'd be so in my brain that y'all know I'm mean. <laughs> and. I know I can be mean. So if I'm already at burnout level where the peopling is causing me to yell and scream, cuss, and completely just be so tightly wound, I am not going to have a brain aneurysm because common sense is not that common. Yeah. Common sense. I personally have to take a break. I don't care who it is. You are not the problem. Said two other people are not the problem. My peopling has got to, I've got to dumb it down and take a minute. Yeah. That minute over time now has like my Instagram. I really want to go back to Instagram and people, but I feel that Instagram has also taught me how to look for acceptance in an area that I really don't need that acceptance. Like to yeah. post here because there's no context to to it other than your caption. To be looking at the amount of likes. Yes, you can turn off the likes and only you can see who has liked it, but that is still a self realization. Like Oh, I posted this. I thought I looked good. This is at least 250 in likes. And to only get three likes on it, you're so Yeah, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, your confidence, whether other people admit it. I can admit for myself that I don't like that feeling. And yeah, there's the algorithm. Am I showing up? I don't like dealing with all of that. And yeah. to look for the acceptance or the likes of other people. Instagram doesn't do it for me. It makes me so self-conscious about things like how do I get more likes? What am I doing? Whether it be the products I'm selling, be it just a picture of me enjoying my day out or showing my my whole fit. I don't like that. And with Facebook, I can engage. I'm learning that I really prefer to engage with people and engage in the sense that you don't have to be right. You can share your opinion and I can share my opinion, but let's be respectful. People do not like that. We got an episode coming up about that, but people do not like 
not being right. What? You don't want to hear my my point of view. What? You don't believe what I believe? Absolutely not. I I cannot. We cannot be friends. Absolutely not. It's you like, okay, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, don't, oh, Jesus, Lord. It's like, golly, like, y'all are making this shit y'all personality. Y'all yeah. need to stop it. But, but yeah, I, disconnect. I think with social media, I've learned that I'm really good at it it makes it easier for me to post things where I don't have to worry about my face. Like I can just focus on work. If I'm posting something that I did or some digital, whatever that I'm trying to share, like focusing on that has been a lot easier for me than trying to focus on like what photo I'm posting to be like a fashion influencer, because I just feel like there's so much that goes into that. And a lot of it is ugly and a lot of it is expensive and a lot of it is not inclusive. So rather than put myself through something that I know I'm going to have to jump through nine gabillion hurdles, I'm just going to do the things that I'm good at podcasting. I can talk. I don't have to worry about what I'm saying or what I'm posting or whatever. Cause it's mine. It's my podcast. I say whatever. If you don't like it, don't listen. Right. Like <laughs> if I'm posting my digital work, I know that the people that are in the digital realm are going to be seeing that and be like, oh, okay, this is interesting to me. The other people that aren't interested in it, they might come across it, but you know, that's a fleeting few. I'm not worried about that because I'm focused on what I'm focused on. Right. And I think with social media for a while, I was focused on like you said, like, oh, I thought I looked really good in that photo and I only got 37 likes. And what about the I looked at? So instead of going through all that, I was like, maybe I should just focus on like, I don't know, my work. Expectation. I think that even back to the conversation about relationships is the level of expectation. I mean, expectations really just let you down because you you can't expect you from other people because they're not you. Well, your expectations are just that, yours. They're yours. So no one's ever going to meet your expectations. Like that's I feel like that's something real hard I'm learning like nobody is ever down to like how I said, I'm being authentically me. You yeah. are not a line reader. What I expect from our friendship or how I want you to show up may not be what you need for me to be your friend. But I can't expect you to be a mind reader and know that, T, I need our morning phone calls. I need to have this, I don't know, the lunch dates or anything. I just need, we can go a week and not talk and then talk and we talk for two hours or talk the whole day. Yeah. The weeks where we talk every single day, all day. But that's because it's a common it's common ground for the two of us that we enjoy that. But expectations of I need a friend who can go to the movies, can go to lunch, can go on a trip to Cancun for the weekend just because if you if I'm expecting that and you didn't voice that, you can do those things. What are we both doing? I'm expecting right. you to be with me on this plane and you trying to figure out how you're going to pay for this ticket. That's not a friendship. That's right. We're not on the same wavelength. We're not thinking the same. And the the expectation is when did either one of us voice what we could do for each other? Did I say, hey, I'll pay for the the flight or the hotel? You just find us the restaurants and xyz like the comp the give and take of relationships really have to be there yeah when they're not you really just be walking yourself into i expected this but how you expect this and you ain't tell me you expected it like i'm not a mind reader i feel like that's the also like with age and friendships because for the longest i thought that i was like oh yeah you just have to be friends with just your 
just your age group. And it's like, no, realistically, you should have friends of different age groups. Like if you're in your 30s, you should have friends in your 20s and in their 40s. Like I have friends in, in their 50s, 60s. I have friends in their 30s. I have friends in their 20s because you're able to see all kind of aspects of Please life. Have friends that have different identities. Don't yeah. have friends that are all a single mom. A mom who is married. Don't just have mom friends. because Right, like I have single friends. I have friends with no kids. I have friends that are married with no kids. I have friends that are married with kids. I have friends that are single moms, like single dads. Like, there, you got to have, like, a different outreach of people. Really should be diverse. Right, like, you should be open to friendship like because you never know just because someone's younger than you doesn't mean that they they might be able to help you with something that some your older friend couldn't help you with or your older friend could be able to help you with something that you haven't yet reached yet because you're not in that age group yet so there's always I feel like there's always something you can learn from anyone realistically it's just a matter of finding people who are on your wavelength or your vibe like any age group there's how many people in this world like I feel like people get so stuck on just their little bubble they don't think about the vast size of the earth and how many people there are and how many different types of people there are and there's subcategories to subcategories right for everything Literally everything. I mean, look at all of the, look at social media. Look at how many niches we found for different jobs and things just in the past, like, two years. So, yeah, like, I feel like expanding that and not. With that comes the fact that you aren't comfortable to have conversation. Like how I said, I'm really big right now on engaging with people. When I say engaging, I don't mean just, like. I don't want to argue with you about your political yeah. party for an hour. I'm open to asking you asking a question like our biggest thing right now that I think people should be having the conversation about is race. Like you don't have to be racist. And I've always been a firm believer that not everybody is racist. I think everybody is prejudiced. Right. And it's because you think that it's being racist to tell somebody that they don't deserve to be someplace But it's also the lack of education. Right. If you were raised to only think that the white race is superior or that blacks are this, then why do we have so many people that are, A, interracially dating? Why do we have so many people that are being success stories that are not of the norm? Ask the question if you don't know something. Don't just say things and then when you are confronted about it, stand 10 toes on it. No, stand on it, but also apologize and say, I didn't know and have the conversation. Ask the question that you need so that you don't make that mistake again. Because sure enough, education will go a long way. But that's the problem. Like People do not want to hear that they are wrong. Like They cannot fathom it in their minds like what do you mean that i am not you don't that i don't know three it's just automatically like it's automatically defense if you're like hey like you know that's that's not right you should probably educate yourself on that because that's not true well what do you mean are you calling me a liar it's like calm the hell down like anybody say that you're doing the most right now and all i'm trying to do is help you so you don't look like the fool when you out here spitting incorrect facts i'm trying to have the conversation because i i personally feel that there are things that in every culture you can't only go off of what you see online you can't just go off of what you read in a book because at one point in time that book didn't exist it's all off of life experiences and what better way to learn about those experiences than from somebody who actually has lived it then you can formulate your own opinion. Now, if you want to be incompetent to even asking the question and feeling that because you didn't know something that you are less of a person, that's something you got to take up with yourself. But to me, it's a bigger, 
deal if you can have the conversation and say to somebody, oh, I didn't know that and I apologize for what I said or what I believed before, but you've opened my eyes to see it a different way. Hell, don't even tell me you see it a different way. Just do better. Right. But ask questions so that you can do so. But people be like, oh, no, I don't. Absolutely not. I'm not wrong. Like, what do you mean I'm wrong? And that's impossible. They just want to be right all the time. And that's why they crowd themselves with people who share the same views and then wonder why when their life is really starting to change and the other people that are surrounded by them, their life isn't changing in the same way that nobody can relate to them. Well, yeah, you based your whole friendship or relationship off of the hate. One thing one thing or the like of one thing or the joy and interest in this one topic and life changes not just solely that one topic a ton of things at once and if you haven't put down the foundation for a healthy friendship relationship or anything what are you expecting this to happen that everything's just gonna stay the same and all's well that ends well no you really start it to me, God started to push you in directions to make you realize that, hey, you either need to do something about this or you're going to be miserable. And I, like you said, people don't like to be wrong. That's why they'll just spew out the hate that they already know is wrong. I think a lot of people that stand stand on this belief that they're always right, even when faced with proof that they are wrong. Man, they will die on that wrong hill because they just cannot for the life of them fathom being wrong. Like they, the proof will be in the pudding right in their face and they'll be like, oh no, can't be. Absolutely not. I cannot be wrong. Nope. Don't matter that the world is crumbling around me. I, I can't be wrong. I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. There's no such thing as climate change. Right, you're like, oh, okay then. <laughs> All right, Todd, back to you. We've got our rapid fire questions. So, okay. what's in your purse right now? My wallet. Ooh, let me get it. I know my wallet's in there. Let's get a load of the purse. Bam, bada bing. My purse is big and full. I have a sub purse of off it says office tools, but it's makeup and like my hairbrush and stuff like that. I got a pack of impressed color press on nails. Don't buy them. They didn't require glue and it was just because we were going out and I didn't want to do my own set of Oh, I had a bunch of those. They sent me a bunch of those like two Christmases ago, I think their Christmas line. They're horrible. I my finger beds my nail beds are a little bit too wide for them mm-hmm. so I can't I only get like just barely one full set out of them mm-hmm. because my nail beds are too wide they don't stretch I, wide enough I didn't have to file or prep or do anything like that and I when I picked them up I honestly didn't know that it said no glue needed because since I do oh, make- it's those little sticky sticker things. Yeah. So it re- I did it in the car within like 30 minutes while we were driving. And I mean, for the hour that they were on, wonderful. Because by that end of that hour, I'd already lost two nails. Oh, not two. Not <laughs> two. Two nails <laughs> on separate hands. I lost the pinky and the ring finger. But Rest of the nails stayed on, so I was like, uh, I wouldn't buy them again because they were worthless. I, I needed the full set to last the whole day. Um, oddly enough, I have my Princess Tiana brush, my wet brush, and nice. then another brush, my Timo brush. Why do you have so many brushes in there right now? Oh no. Um, my keys, my that I don't understand why they were even in my purse since I usually have the garage clicker my spare key that probably shouldn't be in my purse <laughs> so if you misplaced the person's spare key and the keys are in there good job if, if both got stolen i would be sol i have gingham by bath and body works 
the perfume, not the body mist. I love this one. Um, out of the ones that I got for Christmas, I think that one is my favorite. And then, of course, my vape. And these Maybelline New York Color Sensational Matte Lipsticks. I got them in all the neutral colors. And they really hold up well. Nice. So, I think, yeah, that's it. Oh, and another pair of glasses is in here. I don't even have to get my purse. I know exactly what's in it because I just cleaned that shit out. (laughs) (laughs) And I have, like, because I have a, I have my little makeup bag, which really doesn't have, like, a shit ton of makeup in it. It's just, like, um, I use brow, my little brow gel. And I think I have, like, a lash spoolie in there because I, I do my lashes. And... I have a little bit of Tarte. What's that stuff called? Moist, uh, of moisturizer. Mm-hmm. I have some of that. It's just like, you know, I got one of their little sample thingies and I just use that bottle for like, if I got to touch up my under eyes, if we happen to go somewhere, everybody knows this by now, but like all my lipsticks are nude. So <laughs> yeah. it's usually nude lipstick in there. And then I have like two nude lip liner pencils. And then I have my little toiletry bag with like band-aids lady products pads stuff like that and in, in the event of an emergency and i have a little fidget cube um that i use if i get nervous the last thing that i needed <laughs> that my mother-in-law got me this was in my stocking stuffer it's a tassel keychain but it's also an iphone charger so oh no nice way. target has those i saw those those are so cute oh it's it has saved me quite a few times because, like, if my pods die or something, I usually have a battery pack in here. But since we were out yesterday, it's charging. Um, I just, all I had to do was plug it in, flip it this way, and my pods were able to charge while we were out. Yeah. When I be trying to tune people out, I'm going to tune you out and put them pods in my ear. And yeah, and then I have my... I actually have a, my portable charger in my purse, too. I have, like, a little mini charger bank. And then I have an iPhone cord, an Android cord, two memory cards. Um, because sometimes I'll transfer photos off my phone if it's full, because that happens often. And then I have a, two flash. I have two uh, Olight flashlights in there. They're, like, the small ones. I got my pocket knife. I have scissors. I have a little mini travel sewing kit in there just in case I have to sew up a hole or something. And I have my Harry Potter umbrella, uh, my Hogwarts Express. And even though I know that people are really not feeling Harry Potter right now because of uh, J.P. Rowling or whatever and her very controversial comments and feelings, but... That pays me and... I'm still a Harry Potter fan because I just love Harry Potter. Like, it's, I can't help that she was the one that wrote it. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like, I already watched it. Like, <laughs> I already like it. So. Yeah. so, she's probably not getting any royalties off of me purchasing this five, six years ago. Yeah, right. Like, no one... I'm sorry. Like, I haven't purchased anything recently, if anyone was wondering... But, yeah, anyway, so I got my Harry Potter umbrella in there, and then I have my, what's that thing called? Oh, my little hand sanitizer spray, I have my little change purse, I have my wallet, obviously. Yours makes me realize that a lot of my stuff is probably in my car, in my center console, because I have a lot of that same stuff, but it's not in my Well, I have like a little, I have like an emergency kit in my car too, but normally I have it all in my purse because when I think we're taking my car somewhere, we end up like riding with someone else or taking Kevin's car and he does not prepare like a mother, obviously. So I always feel like I have to have everything but the kitchen sink in my purse in the event of an emergency. So yeah, I usually have, oh, and then I have my little portable a ring light thingy in there for if we take pictures or something or if I'm taking photos of something and then I think that's all I have in there right now is all I have in my purse and then usually I'll have like my iPad in there if we leave and a book right now the physical book I have 
is The Uncoupling by Meg Waltzer, I think is how you say her name. I'm the type of person that will, I read multiple books at a time Mm -hmm. because some things just catch my attention and, you know, I got to come back to it later. So I'm currently on my scribed uh, thing, another book, (laughs) but that is the actual physical book that I'm trying to read next. But yeah, that's usually what's in my purse. I do audiobooks, so my current book is always with me because it's on my phone. Yeah, I love Audible. Everybody knows this by now. Like, I don't care. I'm and that's another thing. Like, people begin so uptight about how you fucking read. Like, that shit is so annoying to me. Like, it'd be like some gatekeeping ass book readers. I'd be like, ow, audiobooks aren't real, but shut up. Shut up. Okay. If I am if I am reading a book and I know the damn story, whether someone read it to me or not. I read it, okay? So, audiobooks. That's I'm reader. Like, he reads books on books. But the minute I was like, I think I'm actually going to, like, get back into reading books. And was like, I'm too busy. At least I can be driving and finishing this book and just listen to it. And the minute I told him, he was like, that's not reading a book. Yes, it is. It's, they're reading it to me. I'm still having to focus so that I understand what is going on in the story. He was so serious. It's storytelling. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Why do you care whether or not someone's reading the words or if I'm using my eyeballs to read it or not? Like, I I got the story. Did I not? Do we both know how it began? What happened in the middle and in the end? Yes. Do we both have notes on the story? Yes. So I don't understand what the problem is. It's a movie. Same thing he gets mad about that I can watch TV without watching TV. Like, I'm a listener. Yeah. I always listen. I need, like, background noise. Which, speaking of background noise, did you know that iPhone gives you background noise now? No. Yeah, if you go in your settings, and uh, I don't remember all the steps, but if you just go and search in the settings and type in background sounds, that's Apple's background noise. And they give you rain sounds, ocean. It's like a bunch of different ones in there. I just found out yesterday. And I was like, what the hell? I was using it yesterday. Dibbling and dabbling on that. Yeah, so now I don't have to pay eleven ninety nine a month for my damn sound machine app. The Calm app? Not what did I have? Insight Timer is what I have. I was using Insight Timer, which Insight Timer has a free thing. So I use the free one now. But now that I know that Apple has it. I've been using Apple's background noise. I don't even have to go in the app. So thanks, Apple. Appreciate it. 2022 has been all about celebrating our newfound self-awareness and making positive change. Something this podcast works hard to do every day. Audible helps make space for what matters to you. It's a destination for your wellness, whether you're looking to soul search, be inspired, work towards new goals, unwind, or simply be entertained. I've certainly had time this year to figure out what truly makes me happy, and well, we all know I love Audible. I talk about them all the time. I solved my reading problem with Audible over four years ago, and it's been amazing. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes the authors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella-holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they have podcasts, sleep meditations, and more. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is, it doesn't cost you anything to start. Click the link in the show notes to sign up today at audibletrial.com slash theawkwardmomstage and get 30 days and your first book free. All of their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices, even if your subscription expires or you cancel. You can still keep and access all the books you've already purchased. Just download them again from anywhere, anytime. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and that number just keeps growing. Visit audibletrial.com slash theawkwardmomstage to get started on your reading list today. Now back to the show. So what's your favorite sweet treat right now? Zebra cakes. My favorite sweet treat is brownies. Okay. I have this weird obsession with firehouse subs brownies. 
I don't know what they put in them things. I don't know how they make them. But those shits are so delicious. Firehouse Subs Brownies currently has my heart right now. And that's <laughs> weird as hell. Because I don't even, like, go to Firehouse like that. But, I mean, like, Firehouse Subs uh, Brownies and their Italian chicken salad or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Not chicken salad. It's an Italian something salad. I don't know. Whatever. But their salad and that brownie. Firehouse. Oh, and their loaded baked potato soup. So, if you ever go to Firehouse and you don't want no subs. Girl. I go. Being a picky eater, I wish I could be so open. Like, I really want to be open to trying new things. But, nope, don't do soup. If I, when the only soup that I. don't hate soup. Somebody else said they hate soup. It was like, I fucking hate soup. And I was like, what, what is this soup hate? I don't understand what the soup hate is. The only soups that I will eat is clear soup when we go to like a bocce place. Like I live the onion that. soup. Yes, I lived on that <laughs> week when I that was- is broth, ma'am. That <laughs> is broth. <laughs> Ain't a soup. <laughs> <laughs> that and then minestrone soup. I mean that's soup. That, yeah, but that's it. That's it. And do, really? don't start it because if you say, "Oh, go to Panera, try this," nope. I'm no going chicken and no king? Nope. Mm-mm. I have a... Uh, no Zupa Toscana? Nope. No. Mm. Nope. I'm a soup hater as well as... Uh, no tomato soup when you sick? No, you're going to have to add some audio to this one. I hate public subs. <laughs> public <laughs> subs. What a pub sub! A Floridian who's a pub uh, sub hater. Oh, a hater. The My God. About Publix, I'm like whatever it is. I'm not getting no sub. I hate public subs. <laughs> oh man, somebody make it, right? Make it make sense. There's like an army right now, currently getting together. Like, what do you mean you hate pub subs? Pub subs for life. I'll be there on Wednesday for that Wednesday sushi. I got you for that one. But I'm not doing no sub. Don't I don't like public subs. I don't like pub subs. I don't like firehouse subs. I don't I don't like Larry subs. I'm just not a sub person. <laughs> subs. I it's very I have to really be hungry or in the mood. Subway. Do what you want with that one. You want to go to Subway? If I'm going to have a sub, I'm either going to be at home or I'm going to Subway. So, I mean, some people love Subway. I I don't, I have, there's a sub that I get at Subway, but the way I make my sub, like people always look at me sideways, but I put all the ingredients on my sub and then I have them toasted. And people are always like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, bitch, just toast the damn shit. (laughs) That's how I eat my sub. Like, I don't like cold and hot things mixed together. It is a peeve of mine. So the texture thing. I just I can't do it. And I'm also cold sensitive. So if it's something really cold and then you mix it with something, nah. So I need everything slapped right on in that toaster together. Thank you very much. Not because I don't do hot. I do not like my food hot. If we have really? yes, I do not and that has been since like my mom will tell you, since I was an infant. Oh man. Hot bottles. Room temperature is the best for me. So pizza, if it's room temperature, I'm fine with it. There are certain things that I may just 10 seconds, anything over that, it's too hot. I'm going to let it cool down. <laughs> but on the whole sub take is I get side looks too because I'll do, okay, my order at Subway is usually like a seven grain extra mayo, mustard, pickles, and that's it. So it's pretty I'm much- gonna be honest with you. I don't even remember everything that goes on my Subway sub because Kevin usually gets it for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. When I go on Subway, <laughs> I just be looking at him like, "What do I get?" I don't. But then I ha- I'm I'm particular because I will get the onions and pickles put onto the sub, but I will not eat them. I will pick them off when it's time to eat them. You and just I like get- the flavor of it I guess- on there. I guess you could huh. say the flavor. And then Yeah, I maybe act- you just like the flavor of the pickle, but not the actual pickle. <laughs> and then I asked them to cut it in threes instead of to 
cut it in half. I mean, that's smart. It's easier to eat. Shit. I should have them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would like it cut in threes now. Thank you so much. Please and thank you. Here on the Awkward Mom stage, we're all about a self-love queen, which is why I'm so excited to be partnering with Bush, a self-love and wellness brand all about encouraging us to prioritize ourselves and challenging us to self-love for 30 days. Bush says self-love is productive. It lowers stress levels, improves sleep quality, it's a mood booster, and promotes physical health. Bush sent me the cute little Express 2 to try, and this baby gives you powerful suction that you can mix and match with 40 different patterns and levels. Ladies, it's definitely going to redefine your self-care days. (laughs) Wink, wink. It has magnetic USB charging, it's discreet and waterproof, so it's perfect in the bath or shower. It's a cute little pink vibe that comes with a cute matching carry bag. It's time to prioritize yourself and take the Bush I Come First 30 day challenge. Don't wait to elevate your self-care routine. Use code VUSH50 for 50% off your Express 2 today. That's code V-U-S-H-5-0. Click the link in the show notes to start your self-love challenge today. Now let's get back to the show. All right, so for a little lady business. Yeah. Would you free bleed? No. Can't. No. Now, I'm going to, I did not know what free bleeding, free bleeding was until the other day. And I had to Google it because I was like, what the fuck is free? Like, I, it, I, I get the gist of what it sounds like, but I, I need to see with my own eyes what this means. And according to Google, it says free bleeding is the practice of intentionally menstruating in public without blocking or collecting the period flow. When you hear about free bleeding, you might think, but what about all that laundry? But more than just a period practice, free bleeding is a movement. So apparently, and then there's like a picture of women who are literally bleeding in their clothes. Now, look, I am all for you doing whatever you want. I'm all for you being natural. You don't want to shave. You don't want to wax. You don't want to do that. That's cool. Do you? Thanks. But what I won't be doing is ruining my clothing and everything I sit on forever because I'm consistently just when bleeding there everywhere. When place to protect from that. I mean, they have the period panties that absorb. Why do you have... Which to- I've worn. And period panties are not terrible. Like, it sounds like a weird thing, but it's not terrible. It's actually quite okay. Um, so, you know, that's an option. I guess free bleeding is going to be the one of those things, and I'm just I'm going to have to say you do you boo boo, but over here, it's right? <laughs> if you like it, I love it, baby. But for me, over here in these streets, I'm gonna have to wear some period panties or because I'm not free bleeding. It's not I can't happen. do it. I can't do it. Like I, the, first of all, that's too much. That's more work for me because now I have to like eat, focus on my body even more. So that way, in those times of letdown, I have to make sure that I'm somewhere what? to where I'm not just fucking splatting every, like, nah, fam. Like, what do you do with your, never mind, I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Once I read that definition, I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So this is just another one of them things and I'm just going to watch as an observer and be over here and drink my water and mind my business. Because um, what I'm not going to be doing is that. It's the the devil on my shoulder is really pushing me to say it's kind of like breastfeeding in public but um which is like covering breastfeeding in public like mm-hmm. whatever as long as you don't flap your tit out at the table right next to me while I'm you know trying to eat my burger I don't care do you because I, I breastfed before I just use the cover I just don't yes it's natural but I just feel like some things that are natural don't necessarily have to be on the front lines for people to respect the fact that they are a natural part of life. Amen. Like, I just feel like some things we can, we can have a little decorum. I mean, if you 
a big booty, I'm going to look. So if you want to whip out your titty to breastfeed your child, I understand that is the source of nutrients, but it still is a breast. I'm not sexualizing you. A man isn't sexualizing you unless he's sitting there whipping his. Literally staring at your tail like, oh, oh my God, breast. Then in that sense, yes. But to me, with all of, it makes me think back to when I was a first time mom. I didn't want to get on this topic because, of course, society is in the shitter when it comes to should you be able to breastfeed in public with it being natural and beautiful. I don't feel that in today's times with all of the resources we have, when I would go out in public, I knew I fed my baby before we left the house. I knew he was either going to sleep for two hours. So I usually pre-planned and either with baby one, I didn't pump. I didn't breastfeed. So I had milk and bottles prepared for the time I was going to be out of the house. But then I also packed an extra bottle because maybe something extra held me up and I'm not able to get home after these two hours that I planned to be out of the house. So I had an extra bottle for baby two. I did kind of breastfeed, but most times I was in a position where I could go to the car or like you said, I had his blanket that I could throw right over my shoulder, nestle him up underneath the boobie and he got what he needed and went back in the car seat. But to just feel like I should with just lift my shirt up and just my boob yeah. just flops out and I'm just feeding my baby like <laughs> ma'am please I'm I'm not knocking nobody but I my view on it is it's not necessary either you plan again it- decorum decorum uh-huh. when I breastfed out in public I knew that there were other children around other people creeps whatever so I had a cover and I or a blanket and I would just toss that puppy right over my boob my boobie and the baby's head and we'd be people be none the wiser. I never had anyone bother me about breastfeeding. I feel like when I see people getting bothered about it, it's because it's an extreme. It's never just the mom in the coffee shop in the corner breastfeeding her kid quietly. Like it's it's a four year old. Right, right. It's somebody like whipping their tit out of the table, breastfeeding their four year old, or like whipping their tit out of the table, breastfeeding their infant, but like not covering. Like, ma'am, I can see your whole areola. Yes, it's natural. Yes, it's a part of your body. Everybody has them. Blah blah blah. Just put a blanket over your baby. That's just it. put it over there. Just toss it over there. You don't even. Have, it don't even have to be a whole blanket. It could be one of them little burp cloths. Just throw it over your shoulder. So that no one has to see your areola. That's not, I don't think that's asking for a lot. I didn't even use a blanket. I used those, um, what was it like the terry cloth or the swaddling blanket? Yeah, the little, the little burp cloth. That's what I use. I mean, the baby head ain't that big. Like, it's a newborn. Like, (laughs) I wasn't breastfeeding fucking three-year-olds. So, I didn't need a whole shawl over me to nurse the baby. These titties weren't that big when I had a baby, so. I mean, my shits were my, huge, but my baby was hiding the the booby, so you wasn't his. Head those was big. things were Dolly Parton sized and wowzer. I appreciate them. They look great in a bra, but they did not feel great when they were full of milk. So, right, there's that. I used to do TG Lee Tuesdays, where I would take a selfie for myself with my my milky. Boobies. <laughs> I was like, look at these babies. Look at these. Don't go anywhere. I love you so much. I need you. But they were gone. Last question of Bonus. the episode. How many vibes do you own? Ooh. Hmm. I have four? Five. I'd say on average, I'd say about five. A different vibe vibe a day. Yeah, I think I have I think I have five. Mainly because three of them were sent to me. So like I, I didn't just go out and just buy a bunch of them. But like three of them were sent to me. But yeah, like currently I have five. My question is what are the settings after the slow, medium, fast? Like after that, why is there a most Morse code setting? Well, what do we need that for? Who asked for that? See that Who asked for that? It it it's for placement. Who asked for the hand clap setting? Like, I, there's just like a, a lot of 
it's extra. Of, it makes you be like, bruh, I'm just like the. Who asked for that? Nobody asked for that. No one was like, you know what I want? I want a little on and a little off. (laughs) Like, what? Who did this? This is not a real massager. Y'all know this. Why? Why? What did we do this for? Whoever made this one does not have a vagina. They were like, yeah, they're gonna love all of these. Just put them all on there. That's it's like well thanks guys but no thanks from what i've seen most women use setting one two and three and that's about it like after that no one wants to morse code anyone to their orgasm so you know we're trying to get there and get it done i have a solid five i have had i have plenty more than that but they're to me they're unrealistic for what the chore is for me therefore they were purchased self care they would and be, be purposeful but if um, you want to like use it with your partner but i mean just the sizing the settings all of that to, to me when you cuz a couple of them have been bought like just out of not really curiosity but out with friends and you know you yeah, we've got some of them just to, like, try them out. Like, we've tried them out and, like, played around with them and stuff. But, like, some things were just like, who? This is a lot of extra work. Like, who thought of this? Like, Or they just don't feel right. Like, Yeah, like, or they're too rough and you're like, what the? Or they get you where you're trying to go before you can even get in the mood you're trying to get in. And you're like, wait a minute now. Like, well, I need to be prepared a little bit. Slow down. Slow down. And this is setting one. Right, like, what is happening right now? Like, we're supposed to work our way into this. Whoa. Um, The only company that I, hopefully, maybe we can get, like, an endorsement is Pillow Talk. They, theirs, they have a different line, um, but it's the Pillow Talk company, the brand, or I think it's called BCM or something, something like that. I just know if you type in. What, do they make a rose or something? They make a, a number of different ones. They have like, mm. a, they have um, a larger end one, a pocket, a jackrabbit. Like they have a number of different ones. But in the three that I have myself purchased, not like been gifted or had somebody purchase thinking that like it was a joke. Um, the Pillow Talk brand is my go-to. I like theirs. One, they have a travel setting on it. So, like, you're, if you do decide to carry your little pocket one with you, um, you're not going to reach out in your person and just be... Yeah. <laughs> it's rather quiet. All of them are very quiet. And the cleanup on them is very... I mean, it's simplistic. It comes with a little travel bag. But their brand... I really like even like the settings, like everything we're talking. It they they check it, check them off. It works. Nice. All right. Well, we'll that be ends bestie, bestie chat, so people can differentiate our voices. I'm Lola. I'm Kay. And this was bestie chat. Bye. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it and they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. If you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking to upgrade, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know we sent you and get a $20 credit when you sign up for a paid plan. Now back to the show.
After everything the world has been going through lately, I know being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling, especially the stay-at-home parent gang. Sorry, but your dog isn't interested in giving you life advice. But as someone who has seen the extreme depths of depression, postpartum depression, anxiety, and stress myself, it can and often will allow those intrusive thoughts and negativity to consume you. After going through an extremely tough year, dealing with a miscarriage, loss, and so much more, today's sponsor BetterHelp definitely came to my rescue and they're here to help you too. BetterHelp has customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't even have to leave your house or see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise on BetterHelp, and with over 20,000 plus therapists in their network, it's so easy to find the right therapist for you. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You schedule your secure video or phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages with your therapist anytime. I've used BetterHelp for over three years. It was definitely helpful when I moved to a new state and knew absolutely no one. When I needed a new therapist but couldn't leave because of lockdown, BetterHelp was there. Those unlimited texts to my therapist came in handy. Everything you share is completely confidential and you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. So many people are already using BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash AwkwardMomStage. That's BetterHelp.com slash AwkwardMomStage. The link is in the show notes. Mental health is so important, and so are you. If you feel that you need help with more than just figuring out who you are, or if you just need someone to talk to, BetterHelp makes it easy to find a therapist that's right for you. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, If you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola. Network.